Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from August the 22nd, 1987. Steamrolling right along, getting close to the end of 87. This also could be known, or at least this episode could be known as the UWF in Florida Showcase, but we'll talk about that shortly. I'm sitting here with Doc, and Hopper is late again. Um... Just texted him and just waiting for him to let me know he wants to be on the show tonight. But, Doc, I guess since Harper's not here, how are you? I sure hope he didn't get abducted by Bigfoot or jumped by gaggle of retarded ducks. Okay. And what? just as I said that, he is this showing is, you know green. What, you know what he's like? He's like back in the day when you smoked and you were at a restaurant waiting on your food and you're like, man, this shit's taking forever. So you light up a cigarette and it's like, ah, there's the food. Uh, if you say so, let me let's uh, let's add him into this puppy. See what's going on. See see if there's a reason he uh he was late to the ball game. Yeah, this ought to be good. Yeah, this ought to be good. You want to ask him up front, like what what's the deal? I'll let you I'll let you ask him. Hopper, are you there? Yeah. Uh. What's up, man? Nothing. We're already recording, just so you know. Well, well good for you. <laughs> we're we're Boy, literally like a... only a, only a minute, um, a minute, two right. minutes into it. But um, uh, how are you, man? You good? I'm doing great, man. What's going on? Skype didn't install or what? You no, know, I just decided to take my time. I figured, you know, I'm getting paid the same. Who gives a shit, right? You know. I was like, why am I rushing to fucking do this? <laughs> That's nice, Hopper. I know. Uh, There's Doc all hurrying and shit. What he's he must got a raise. Oh, I did. Uh, Well, he he kind of he he said he had something important tonight, but he needed you for it, so that's why. What's that? Well, I'm gonna throw it to Doc. I kind of asked how Doc was doing. I asked how you were doing, but I asked Doc. Doc, how you doing, man? You told me you had something you had to get off your chest, and Lord knows what you you could be crying about your pussy or who knows what. No. First of all, I want to know before I do this because I'm gonna. It's gonna get. I'm gonna get mad in a minute. Harper, you still hearing from the the lady for, that we heard about recently? No. I mean, she was texting me, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then, you know, that was the end of it. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to shake that off. I've been working all week on some showers and therapy. Uh, <laughs> Michael fucking uh, posted. 
I know. Harper, can you stop giving your headset a blowjob or whatever you're doing to it? Or you're hitting the mic or something? I don't know. I'm oh, just curious. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and do the spotlight this weekend. Sometimes the spotlight, it puts a light on things, but not always in a good way. So let me okay. get real for a second. <laughs> oh. y'all, want me, y'all want me to shoot a little bit? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I'm going to put... I'm going to get may need to call some Mexicans here to help me lift this cuz I'm going to lift that fat bastard Conrad all the way straight into the square into the spotlight. Listen, pal. Why are you mad at? <laughs> Shut ahead. up. Okay. Listen, pal. We didn't have time to go bed down a bunch of horse-faced Ric Flair daughters to oh, get into Jesus the family. Oh, Christ. That's nice. We're not selling reverse mortgages to old people who vote against their best interest in the deep south. We got real jobs, and we got kids that we actually take care of. The hell? Jesus. I was listening to one of his shows the other day. Okay. Were, now I was like, where is this going? And and you know what? We all borrow, but when you damn right out and out steal from us, I'm going to get hot about it. What do you steal? I'm watching. Well, I'm trying to stick up for you, you tardy bastard. So here's the deal. It is ECW pay-per-view because he's fucking 32 years old and ECW is his Jim Crockett promotions. And he says as much during the damn shows because he doesn't like Jim Crockett promotions. But Shivani's going, what was Sandman's injury there? And Conrad, without... Flinching goes life. Oh wow! <laughs> Look, you want to come into our backyard and start stealing shit? You might, you know, we we might be carrying, pal. Harper's if Harper's spinning gold. Or, what's he gonna have a Bigfoot episode next? Yeah. He's gonna fight some ducks <laughs> next week. I think he's probably gonna go piss on some broad. There you go. Go find some ugly bitch from South Carolina and fucking <laughs> pee on her face in the shower. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Doc's, Doc is really mad, y'all. That's what y'all don't get. He's pissed. Oh, Jesus. I don't think he stole anything, man. Whatever, bro. You think he Whatever. stole Harper's line, Life? I mean, I don't know. Have you ever heard it fucking anywhere else? Right. Where Where did you get it from, Harper? Just fucking... Right there, fucking looking at Jay Spade. <laughs> Jay, Jay Spade was in shock. <laughs> Who's your toughest opponent, Jay Spade? Hopper, life. <laughs> and the only reason he's got that show is because he it, he snuggled up next to Rick, lent him some oh, okay. money when he was on Nationomics Hard Times. Man, right, you that, know Shivani would rather be talking to the three of us about Jim Crockett promotions if he just knew we existed. But no, Conrad just comes and picks and chooses the parts of the show we do to pop the territory and then brings them back over to make Tony giggle. Okay, so Doc somebody needs for, Somebody needs to free Tony Shivani. Free him. Doc speaks for himself. I'm not co-signing him trying to bury Conrad on BTT air. Me and Conrad have no beef. So if you have a problem with Doc going after Conrad, please direct your hate mail to Doc, even though he has no mail, nor has he had social media or anything like that. Don't send it to me. 
<laughs> Take your mail, open up the window, toss it out, close your window, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Are you done, Doc, or or what? Man, yeah, I'm fucking... Yeah, I don't know if I want to even do the show now. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. We, Harper, you be quiet because anything you say is going to end up on. Hey, hey, what happened when or whatever else he's doing? Okay, all right. Now that Doc's got that out the way, uh, shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie at K underscore Row eighty six for the patron contributions and. um yeah, I don't know if I got anything else, man. Hey, I don't you have any know what else he week. stole way back in the day when he and Bruce just started? He stole this from me. Uh, actually, there were there was a bunch of listeners who, who sent that in to me. One of them I remember was William Shepard, a longtime listener. He said that Conrad stole that from you. I, I don't know. He damn sure I did. I thought okay. that's where you got it from. <laughs> See? I'm not getting into that game of who stole wow. what from who. That's fucking that, crazy. That ain't why. I feel I'm like I'm being but... watched by the, like the federal government, like to fucking <laughs> listen in. <laughs> All right, so uh, man, hey, before you we get any, you fighting any more disease, disease ducks, man, I need to see a picture of these sons of bitches. Hopper, take a cell phone picture of of the of the mutant ducks one day. You don't know what they? It's it's like a. Uh, I, I know what they look like. I'm talking about for Doc. Dude, the the way Mike described it today, man, it look it sounds harrowing, man. I mean, why don't you chat him up about it? He did man? He said there were warts <laughs> on the bill and just. <laughs> he said he saw a duck smoking one time. I was like, how did he get it in his web paw, man? Come on. Hey, Mike, why don't you chat us up? But weren't you there? At this Bro, time, we, in, uh, we used to, in, uh, we used to, in, uh, New Orleans, we used to fish in those ponds at on Pontchartrain Park Golf Course. And let me tell you, that Did y'all catch gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Watch gonorrhea be in in one of his shows next week, <laughs> dude. That was, and, and let me tell you, man, they had fish with two heads that would come out of that sucker, man. When we fish, like on the it fucking Simpsons, yeah, yeah man. Guys. Mm-hmm. They were muted, mutated, <laughs> muted. Uh, all right. If you want a more unprofessionalism before we get into this show, go to our Facebook page. Just search Book in the Territory Dash, the unprofessional wrestling podcast where it's utterly insane and just all kind of shenanigans. All right. Uh, let's let's do this thing. Again, I don't have any shout-outs this week, uh, but we do want to get into the show. We got NWA from August of 22nd, 1987. Sponsored by you, the patron. If you are not one, become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. The world-class shows are up. All the other shenanigans we do. Some of our top five shows are out there as well. All in all, video reviews, too, of uh, the shows that we are doing now are being posted on Patreon. Over 100 Patreon episodes are up now for your enjoyment. Just go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can do as little as two bucks a month or more if you have it, and we appreciate it. So this show opens up. Dusty's in a ring with the Gladiator on NWA Pro. Dusty beats Gladiator with the Sleeper. The whole thing is they're building this thing where all of a sudden... Dusty's using a sleeper all the time. Uh, then we go to the studio with Tony and David. Nothing much from them uh, before they actually throw it to the ring. I guess I'll throw it to you, Doc, first. Do you have anything from the opening of the show? I thought it was a little weird where Weaver Weaver had to get up 
on the apron and make Dusty wake him up. Doesn't seem like you'd have to do that to a baby face. Uh, well, maybe that's him trying to show him that he's still training for it. I I don't really have a clue, um, to be honest, but uh, who knows. Um, Hopper, do you have anything from the opening? This episode sucked. No, it didn't. <laughs> yes, it did. I it said did. The, Hopper, I said the same Jeez, thing. This This is a... This, okay, let me tell you something. This duck that you just sent me, that thing's been crossbred with a turkey. That's what's going on here. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> okay. Did I get it too, or he just sent it to you? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Or maybe a snake. Somebody needs to shoot these bastards. Yeah, that's them f- fucking mutant ducks, bro. They're just like totally mixed breed up. <laughs> I think they're Mixed species. <laughs> I had to post this on the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Those actually don't look that deformed. That's the funny part about it. Um, okay. So, Doc, anything else from the opening? Hawk I don't, I, man, I, I'm not trying to play heel. I'm not trying to get Conrad mad at me. I'm not trying to do anything. I just don't understand why y'all are down on this episode. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Good, good for you. Um, I'm with Hopper, and that that's why I didn't want to really talk much about it today or during the pre-show. I'm with, I am with Hopper on his thoughts. Uh, as far I'm not gonna say sucked, but I got my, I got my yeah. issues with it. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, for real, for real. Um, no, conscious born ass and what the fuck? <laughs> He's salty. <laughs> okay uh i tell you what let's uh let's keep going so uh mike rotunda does defeat alan martin in the very first match when they throw it to the ring um doc any thoughts on mike rotunda defeating alan martin with his like um airplane spin looking deal into uh john cena's finisher they were talking about a lot of uh uwf and florida guys that are gonna be in here um you know i i'm Feeling confident that Crockett will use all this this infusion of talent wisely, right? Is that a joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a poor attempt at one. Hopper, mm-hmm. anything from Rotunda right there? No. Me either. Poo. All right, so what? This was poo. <laughs> so let's listen to Mike Rotunda because honestly, no. they ain't much here to listen to this week Fuck. either besides us three. <laughs> um. Y'all don't want to listen to Mike Rotunda? Yeah. Doc, I want to hear what Doc says. I don't care about that one. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. Well, I will say this. Um, he's the Florida heavyweight champion, just so everybody knows. And but he doesn't really have enough. the belt. Yeah, good yeah, for he, you. He doesn't say much else, which was really strange. So then we go from that to Jimmy Valiant, who defeats El Negro. Mm, God, mm, sound careful. it out, dog. <laughs> all the all the letters. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are stupid. He hits him with the elbow, and then the big elbow drop gets a one, two, three. El what are the Negro. chances that anybody called that the right way? Use that name correctly in the back. <laughs> None. Could you imagine Zero. back then in fucking nineteen eighty-seven in 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 Atlanta? That's oh. just wrong. That's wrong. I'm just, oh, come on, bro. Somebody get the Negro out to the ring. <laughs> That's what he goes, do you mean me? Yeah. And it's fucking Rocky King's like just ha, 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 but 
It's really thinking, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Someday. We'll have a black certificate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Mayor! That's got a nice ring to it. Well, great. You just wait. I'm going to clean up this town. Great. You can start by sweeping the floor. <laughs> that was one of the best, best, like, scenes yeah. from a movie. A colored mayor. That'll be the day. That's right. Mike. Notice that Mike liked the scene where the black guy was in. <laughs> you like Marvin Mary too. Yeah. Black Back to the Future is just a good a good movie to me. But 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 that scene when he's like he's like Mayor Goldie Wilson. Like, <laughs> and Harper hit the line right when he goes, "That'll be the day a colored mayor you could start by sweeping the floor." I was like, listen to this shit. And, but it was true. He he was going to be mayor, man. Shit. You think yeah. they would make shirts saying that? How do you just I, keep fucking redoing everything? I, I think I've seen Mayor Goldie Wilson shirts. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I have. I think I've seen them. But, yeah. All right. Uh, So, let's keep it moving. We got Dory I Funk. Got, I Well, no. I got a question about Boogie. Oh, shit. Is it just me, or is Boogie's hair growing back super duper fast? Oh, yeah, that's true. He had the hair match. He was bald, buzz cut bald, eight months ago, and he's got some flapping hair back there. You know, was it eight months ago? That I mean, you yeah, it was longer than that, huh? It was at Starcade. Oh, yeah, it was longer. It was longer ago than that, then. Yeah, that 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 feels like that was forever ago. Nine months, then. Well, no. In fairness, man, you're right. It, that shit feels like it was over a year ago, but it really wasn't. Yeah, his. You somebody you with cancer? That your hair don't grow that fast. You don't so, realize that until you're bald. Well, apparently so for Boogie, it does. Whoa. Uh, I so, I don't know what Harper's doing with that. I don't know, man. He's active. Why? What's wrong? You're moving it's around like, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Doc, it's like you're talking to Latrell. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're moving around too much. Sit still, boy. <laughs> okay. Let's listen to Dory Funk. Doc loves Dory. I got to play it. Here it is. And now we're with Dory Funk Jr. And I know you heard the comments of Mike Rotunda earlier. Tony, I have been listening to a lot of misinformation here on television. I have been listening to people say that I have the Florida Heavyweight Championship belt and it's not mine. Well, let me show you people something. Here it is. The Florida Heavyweight Championship belt. And believe me, this is mine, and I am very, very proud of it. And for all you people that don't live in the great state of Florida, I pin Mike Rotondo's shoulders to the mat for the count of three, fair and square. That makes me the Florida Heavyweight Championship. You, the National Wrestling Alliance, nor anybody else is going to take this belt away from me. It's mine. And there's some other people in the state of Florida that I'm looking for. One's a refugee from an insane asylum. And I'm not talking about Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Van Valiant. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Crazy, crazy Bugsy McGraw. I'm coming after him, Kevin Sullivan, and the big gas bag. You know who the gas bag is? Gas bag, big winded black Jack Mulligan. All of you better watch out. And I'm defending the Florida Heavyweight Championship throughout that great state. 
Dory Funk Jr., who says he is a Florida heavyweight champion. Let's go back to the ring. Doc, you want to save your thoughts on Dory for Friday's Smoky Mountain, or were you talking about no. this show? Okay. Here's the thing. I think that's about as good as you're going to get out of Dory in a TV promo. No, 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 no. Don't, don't back up now. Uh, I, let it out. Oh, I, t- I told. Okay, I'll tell you exactly what I said. Yeah, today. yeah. Let, don't, don't, don't work, be a I bitch. Said, I watched. I said I watched the second Smoky Mountain we're going to do, and when it comes to Dory Funk, let's just say I don't get it. And you said I'm right there with you, but he was an NWA champion, and I said you have a pretty rich history, rich history. Get it? Of uh, disrespecting. NWA champions, and you said, yeah, because oh, because because a, a cokehead tried to stun on me, and I booked his fucking territory in a locker room full of a bunch of mud show out lost spot monkeys. Yeah, I got a rich history of that. Good, okay. That's that. How you really feel? Well, you don't like Dory either. I never said I don't like him. I said his. I said he doesn't translate into 1980s in what we've come accustomed to with the promos. It was a different world once you're on TBS. Just was. His style didn't fit 1987. It didn't fit 1985. But long before that, he was over. He's NWA world champion. I ain't trying to shit on him like you were. Tommy Rich is just was just a cokehead. I don't care how he's cleaned up his That's life now. Nice. I'm not lying. Tell me to lie. Tell me to lie. Next, you're gonna, next you're gonna start shooting promos on Kerry Von Eric. Yeah. No, I never met Kerry. But anyway, um, Hopper, did you have any thoughts on that promo? I just, it looks like he's doing a commercial for a fucking feed and seed store in like fucking Oklahoma or something, man. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say today to you, Mike? He makes Tim Horner look like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hopper, say that again. He what? Looks like he's doing a commercial for like a, a feed and seed store in Oklahoma. We've got all your agricultural needs covered, whether it's seed <laughs> yeah. or, or feed. We got everything you need. We got corn for the for your for the for the fucking hunters out there. <laughs> sorghum for whatever sorghum is for. Yeah. I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you what Doc told me earlier today. <laughs> We were talking. He said, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> it's so true. We had issues. Okay. <laughs> just, it's just stuff we talk about and making fun of Dory Funk. And Gomer Pyle comes out. <laughs> it's like, where does it come from? I don't know. It just appears. Huh. All right. We got... um. Lasertron and Kendall Wyndham, they defeat Dexter Westcott and Dale LaPerus. Any thoughts, Doc? No. Hopper? No. Just. No. No. Okay. We then got White Lightning, Tim Horner, and the Lightning Express with Brad Armstrong, the UWF World Tag Team Champions. They defeat Cougar J and Tommy Angel. Doc, I bet you Tim was thinking during this time. Hey, Brad. Hey, pal. We got the UWF tag straps, man. They're going to strap a rocket to our asses. Now, we got these with this UWF buyout. Pal, we're going to be big stars finally. I guarantee I you know. that's what he was thinking. 
I don't know. I recently saw a picture of old Timbo with uh, the devil himself, Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell. Yeah, I saw that. Man, the devil looks devilish too, man. The Horner looked a little scared standing next to him. Yeah, Tim looks <laughs> thick, huh? He's 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 eating those victory meals that you get off of uh, the <laughs> city commissioner, <laughs> county commissioner, man. County steak every night, well. brother. Yeah, county commissioners eat well, I guess. But you know, it is what it is. But uh, you yeah, go to those you go to those municipal dinners with the rubber chicken breast and a couple of sprigs of asparagus and a piece of cheesecake. Pack on the pounds. That'll do it to you, pal. I'm good to uh, see. I'm glad to see Brad Armstrong back, though. Ba. He, he, you know what's funny? Before he left, do you remember what they were doing with him every week, Doc and Harper? I don't remember. He, he was, was working winning. with his dad. That's well, right. Yeah, and not Dun- just that. Dundee had jumped Bob, right? Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. But not just that. Every singles match he was in. He was he was defeating enhancement talent. Yeah, I forgot about that. Every was, single one of in them. Some, in some cases, wasn't he like the number three babyface behind Dusty yes. and uh, Wyndham? I mean, you could make an argument that he was. Garvin, he, was, Garvin wasn't like as prominent then. Well, they were just weren't really doing much with Ronnie. He was he was whooping ass with like on TV. He was beating the piss out of the enhancement talent, but. I don't know if they really had him involved with anything. It didn't feel like because I remember him and Barry had the U.S. tag titles, so like they were doing that. But there was a time period where Brad, like every single Saturday night, he was he was beating some enhancement talent. And then they even did the thing where remember where him and Rick squared off in like a in that promo, yeah, yeah. where he, you know Brad. Yeah. So I mean, he was he was involved with some stuff, and then he bounces to UWF and. Him and White Lightning are tag champs, and um, I'm betting Horner thought they were about to take on the world right here um, with that UWF bio. So there it was. All right. I do want to hear from Tim and Brad since we never hear from them. Here they are. Back with us on World Championship Wrestling, the back as champions, UWF tag team champions, Brad and Tim. Welcome back. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much, Tony. You know, it's a pleasure to be back. And I want to thank these people right here, brother. They've given us support. They're backing us like I've never been back before, you know, and something – Judy Garland said long years ago, and Randy Travis said it best when this day, ain't no place like home, daddy. And we're bringing these UWF titles with us wherever we go because the Lightning Express will stop at nothing to go straight to the top. That's right. You know, ever since Brad and myself went to the UWF and we asked for a chance with these titles, we won them, and the people have been very supportive of us, and we appreciate it very much. Now, you know, being a champion, you don't have to look for competition. The competition looks for you, and that's exactly what's been happening. Everybody wants to take pot shots at the Lightning Express. Even you, Akbar, you offered us money trying to buy us out just so Big Bubba and Black Bar could jump us and take our belts. Well, they didn't keep them long. Matter of fact, they didn't even keep them but about 10 seconds because we got these belts back right where they belong. And as long as the people stay behind Brad and myself, we're going to keep these belts. And as far as you, Eddie Gilbert, and you, Terry Taylor, go, you want a shot at these belts. But until you prove that you're a worthy team and prove that you should have a shot at it, you're not getting nothing, baby. Brad and Tim, let express. Let's go back. Uh, I actually thought Tim wasn't too bad there. Yeah, that was his Super Bowl. Yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim was all right there. Doc, what'd you have? Um, so you watch pro and worldwide from time to time, correct? Yes. Did that? I 
Do they ever show matches from UWF or Florida on those shows? Um, I actually, ironically, did watch the one from this week, um, NWA Worldwide from August twenty second, eighty seven, and there wasn't a there wasn't a Florida or UWF one on there. But I, I mean, I I don't want to say they never do, but okay, there wasn't, but close enough. Well, I, I can tell you this though, in the in the Crockett Promotions history book I have. I do know there are cards where there's UWF talent along with, if you want to call it just the NWA talent that were. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is the Horners talking about Akbar back in Oklahoma or in Louisiana, pretty much. And I know the history, and I would have known what you know who Akbar is, but Akbar wasn't known on a national scale, and this is national TV. And I'm not even mad at Horner here. It feels like that's one of the places they dropped the ball is that they could have just shown some taped matches from these other places and got people interested in these stories instead of half-ass storytelling that now I've got to now I got to fill in the blanks and go well what is Agbar doing who's Agbar Well they did show Dick Murdoch in UWF They um, should do they, more of that pal Okay I mean you act like they never did it I mean they did it a little but I, but I wanted to tell you something. Remember how, I don't know if you remember this, when we first started Smoky Mountain and we were introduced to Tim Horner and I and you were talking about, at one point you were like, man, he was a former UWF champion. And I said, for the life of me, I do not remember Tim Horner as a UWF champion. And I still don't. I, I've, I realize why now, because I had checked out of UWF by this point. Late 87? I mean, this is August at this point. I just... It wasn't the promotion that I grew up watching. So it, it was it was a shell of itself with Mid South, and they were on their last legs. So did you also hear Brad Armstrong <clears throat> referring to Randy Travis? Yeah. Now you know I know Harper. Mike? I know who Harper knows. I know who it he is. May, I mean, I, I'm, he may I sing us. A, he may sing us a little bit of it here in a minute. You want you want to hit us with a little Randy Travis? Hey, hit, hit it, Harper! Come on. Uh, what's the Randy Travis song? Hit it, hit I it, I don't want to love you forever and ever. Oh, God. Anyway. I got a blank. He, he had some jams. But he also lived near us, Mike. He lived just north of, up there north of Denton, almost in north of uh, Von Eric Ranch. Uh, he fell on some hard times a few years ago. I'm well, going to read this. Him. Well, I'm going to read this from his uh, Wikipedia page. In February of 2012, he was found, 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 there's a key word, red flag <laughs> keyword, found, in a parked car outside of a church <laughs> with an open bottle of wine and smelling of alcohol. I like him I already. You, I thought you were going to tell me they found him with an open bottle of alcohol and a hooker. <laughs> Hold on, and he was 20 miles from his home, his ranch. Uh, almost there. Yeah, close. Then... Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six months later, in another county up near the Red River, uh, state troopers, I'm going to read this directly, state troopers in Grayson County responded to a call that an unclothed man was lying in the road. Jesus troopers, Christ. <laughs> troopers reported that they arrived to find Travis unclothed and smelling of alcohol. The Texas Highway Patrol, by the way, 
dudes you do not want to mess with, said that Travis crashed his car in a construction zone and that they and that when they attempted to apprehend him, Travis threatened the lives of the troopers. Jesus. Travis was subsequently arrested for driving while intoxicated and terroristic threat against a public servant. Earlier in that same evening, just prior to the DUI arrest, Travis allegedly walked into a Tiger Mart convenience store naked, demanding cigarettes from the cash. <laughs> I like it. I like Randy Travis. <laughs> Keep going, Doc. This is riveting. <laughs> he walked into a tiger. <laughs> what I asked is like, give me a pack of Marlboro lights, you fucking fat bitch. Well, according <laughs> the store clerk called the authorities, and according to the store clerk, clerk Travis left the store upon realizing he did not have any money to pay for the cigarettes. <laughs> it sounds like that dude fell on some hard times, man. Well, then he had uh, some heart problems and a massive stroke in the next year. And um, let's see. He, it took him three years um, to get his voice back. It took him about a year to, um, to uh, learn how to, to uh, walk again after the stroke. And guess what? That was 2012 that the unfortunateness with the booze happened. By 2016, he was um, performing Amazing Grace at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Well, he, Everybody he loves the redemption, uh, redemption story. Did he have his clothes on? I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves a redemption story, especially when it's a white country singer. God, yeah. God. If that had been Little Wayne, his ass would be breaking rocks somewhere. God, that's a fucking rapper I can't stand. Mr. Mr. P or Master P? Ah, nah, 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 nah. He'd be I'm the colonel of, of the motherfucking tank. He'd be singing that. <laughs> he'd be singing that on the chain gang. God, that shit was fucking. God, remember that shit? God, that shit was hot, bro. It was over, man. It was Dude, over. back like like ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh, it was over. Oh, it was over. It was so over. Good God. Billboards everywhere in New Orleans mm-hmm. had masterpiece shit on it. It was ridiculous. All right, Doc, are we done? Can we go to the next match? What's the next match? Well, we had Terry Taylor, who is back. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee while you talk about. I'm gonna go pee while you talk about that. But I got some things to say when I get back. Well, you, you Doc had mentioned uh, Terry Taylor two weeks ago. He's like, ah, oh, he just kind of disappeared after Starcade. And remember, the whole story was Buddy Landell beat him for the national title. Well, here yeah. he is. He's back on Saturday night. So while Doc is pissing, I tell you what, uh, Hopper, if you don't have, you got anything from the promo? If you don't, I'll hit play on the promo. No. Okay. Uh, here's Terry Taylor and Tony Schiavone. Okay, back on the Superstation with Terry Taylor, who makes it back to World Championship Wrestling. Thank you very much, Tony. Who is the best-looking wrestler on the Superstation, and why am I? These people out here, they love me, not that I blame them. I've been gone for a while, but here I am again taking care of business. First things first, you know, everybody's talking about me and Chris Adams. Chris Adams is a great gentleman from England. Well, if you knew him like I knew him, you'd know he's no kind of gentleman whatsoever. And Adams, you couldn't beat half of me with my other half helping you. That's how I feel about you. So anytime you want a piece of me, just say the word. I'm not a hard man to find. Matter of fact, I may be there when you least expect me. Now, I hear the Lightning Express out here. They're going, hey, we'll defend these titles. Terry Taylor and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert don't deserve them. 
Come on, we're the best tag team in the nation today. Probably the world, but we have to prove it, so I guess we're going to have to go through punks like you to get to the top. And if that's what we have to do, no problem. That's exactly what we'll do. Well, Tony, i got to take off right now, so I'll see you later. I know it's been your pleasure. Let's go to the ring, fans. Uh, Doc, are you back? I am back. That was a quick one, pal. Hey, man, Terry Taylor's back after almost two years away, and fans are still confused and think he's a baby face. I mean, he looks like one. He looks like one. The fans were cheering. Even when he stood on the hillside of the ring, these fucking hillbillies were like, yay, yay. So um, I like the line, the half of me could still beat you. And I thought it was pretty funny when he said, you know, Chris Adams isn't as nice a guy as you think he is. It's like he knew him or something. Right. Right, Michael? I mean, they're both kind of assholes in a way. Well, you know, man, is there anybody who who doesn't call (laughs) Terry Taylor a stooge? (laughs) Well, I don't know about the stooge. I mean, I know I've heard the stories about the stooge part. I'm talking about he just kind of was a prick, like in real life. Was he? I don't don't know. He was a prick. He, was a he wouldn't pass the joint in that van you were taking to North Carolina that time? No, that was Robert Gibson in there. That, oh. Uh, Taylor oh, he definitely there. would pass the joint, right? You didn't put in. That's <laughs> <laughs> so dirty. He goes, allegedly, allegedly. He goes, puff, puff, give. Give. Allegedly. I can read. All right, so um, again, it was a decent promo. Hopper, did you have anything from it? It it wasn't bad. It's just there's nothing about him visually that screams heel. No, I mean he looks like a good looking. He looks like a guy you see on a soap opera. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Now yes. I've heard he's got what herpes or some shit. That's allegedly. Oh, oh no. But the rat, but the, okay. I, I don't know where I got that. And it's a legend. Okay. okay. But I Thank mean, you. you don't have to tell rats that. Just bang them and give them some oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some tussing on it, sweetheart. It'll be all right. It only pops up once every six months. Why are you crying? <laughs> so, oh, for, oh, so, I mean, no, I, Doc. Got, you're not going to keep going on that one. Yeah, you, it only pops up every six months. Why are you crying? Jesus Christ. So, you dirty bastard. I mean, with those looks, let's just be honest here. With those looks, he's got to be out there crushing ass at a, at a Stan Lane level, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, he he looks like a movie star. I guess. I ain't putting him at a Stan Lane level. I mean, you've... Dude... We read the article on Stan Lane on how he got into pro wrestling. You and I, Doc, from the Torch, and uh, we were supposed to do an episode caught, on it. We he never caught did. Ric Flair's eyes with how many bras he had. Right before he was ever in the business. That's right. that's a key point to it. So it's kind of hard to put him in that Stan Lane, you know, category. When you get the pack. world champion in Coos Hound's eye, dude. We we still got to do an episode on that because that shit is just ridiculous. Like when we got you, a lot you... of future episodes to do. Why are you uh, always saying no? We got the top five uh, sitcoms. We got the top five dudes that we think are hot. 
You know, you and Hopper need to get a recorder on y'all shit, and y'all need to record it, and then just get it to me, and I'll post-produce it. You gotta do it. See? That's what I'm talking about. All right. Any other thoughts uh, about Terry Taylor right there? I'll take that as a no. It was good. We got Ivan Koloff and uh, Manny uh, up next versus George South and Rocky King. Man, these two guys are the what the fuck happened to us team. (laughs) (laughs) Ivan and Manny win, but um, I got to admit, Doc's right. The Jacksonville uh, Jaguars were like last year they were, you know, a half away to go into the Super Bowl and not at three and eight. <laughs> just, just like That's, what the fuck happened? We'll call them the Blake Bortles of yeah. JCP. It's sad, actually, with these yeah. two. With yeah, because we and... poke it, we poke at Manny, but Manny's a solid talent, and Uncle Ivan's Uncle Ivan. Man, there's got to be a better use for these guys. And I think Manny's almost on the way out to head over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not just that. I mean, like if you think about it, both of these guys. Manny was in a successful tag team with Rude before Rude just bounced. Ivan was had something going really, really good about a year, well, a little bit less than a year ago, but getting close to the year anniversary of him and and uh, Nikita. And like literally, all that both both guys are like the Isle of Misfit Toys, and now they've just been thrown together with Paul Jones because Paul Jones doesn't really have an army anymore. He's trying to build another one and. It's just a disaster, and it's not either one of them guys' fault. It's just kind of the circumstances that surrounded their, I guess, teammates' departures, or in Nikita's case, his turn because of Magnum's injury. It's just, like Harper said, it's like they went from AFC Championship game to what the hell happened to y'all? That's what we always try to tell our, our broads, huh? When you get them checks, you better put them in the bank because there's no guarantee they're always going to be coming, right? Yeah. Uh, Bro, that's, that's some real. That's some real talk right there. I had some look real stuff. talk. Oh, that's some real talk. That's some real, real talk. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's keep it moving. Kevin Sullivan. Uh, we love Kevin Sullivan, but he was out of his mind in this promo. Yeah, I didn't get. He he. I was like, is he being a face? Once again, on. I don't think that. That they're doing a good job from the promotion standpoint, telling us what's going on here. Because when I think of Kevin Sullivan, he's he's a no good, you know, son of a bitch. And then here he's, I, I was like, why is he bad mouthing a fucking horse? And he thing? will say, he will say, you see, man, he's that's kind that's kind of like a uh, Pritchard in his hair, man. You could get drunk. <laughs> Here it is. Promise, back with us on World Championship Wrestling fans. Here's Kevin Sullivan. Well, let me tell you something. I'm here for two reasons, and everybody get it real clear. You see, the sun doesn't set in Florida until I tell it to go down. And I've hated dusty roads for a long time. But when Jack Mulligan went down, he caused me a problem. Blackjack Morgan reached out and came to my aid. Well, Dusty Rhodes, I've come here for two reasons. First of all, you got to come back to Florida with me 
and get this problem with the sheep herders done. You and I owe each other one favor. You come to Florida and get rid of the sheep herders with me, and I'll come anywhere to get rid of I I hear you and the other supreme commentator in wrestling today, David Crockett and Tony Schiavone, they call these guys the four horsemen. They're the four cows. There's no stud amongst them. Take a look. Take a look at Iron Anderson. I got bill collectors that are tougher than him and come up to my door and I throw them out the door. The other one, the other one, well, if that's true, the other one, Lex Luger, he get five pound lips and I get to them by slapping him around and he moved up here and got out of Florida. And Telly Blanchard, Telly Blanchard, he's had two valets in less than a year and they both left him. Telly Blanchard, when the door shuts, brother, are you a man or are you a mouse? <laughs> and the last one, Ric Flair, 60 minutes, woo, looking fine, woo, looking fine. Let me tell you something, Mr. Flair. The only reason you've learned and kept that belt 60 minutes is because you've run from dusty roads for 60 minutes in every building. And you won't come to Florida and sign a match with me. So I'm going to make it real clear. Rhodes, you do me this one favor, and I'll do you the favor. And the four horsemen, if you don't like it, you know where I live. Come down and see me, and we can sell this in a parking lot, in a bar room, and it don't have to be in no arena. Kevin Sullivan, fans. Um, that was just weird. It was discombobulated yeah. all the way around. It's almost like if you didn't see it last week and you turned it on here, you're like, did I miss something last week? Who in the <laughs> fuck are the sheep herders? And why was he talking about Mulligan and then flip to the sheep herders? And am I supposed to forget that just, I don't know, four months ago, he teamed with R. Anderson in the Crockett Cup? That's a good point. I didn't even think about that because I was just so confused and discombobulated by everything. Look, I think I think here's the thing: like people that were getting Florida, they kind of like like people that were getting UWF. They kind of understood bits and pieces of this. The problem but this is this is national. This is national. You've got to tie the the, the storylines together for people. And I don't blame the talent. I blame the bookers. Yeah, if you're not. Like I said, man, he, he, you know what I, let me say that. I was going to say this at the end, but I'll say it now. You know what I think this episode was? I think this was an episode of, okay, we got Florida, we got UWF, but you know what we need to do? We need to put those guys on a super, super station and give them some airtime. And that's, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. How they did it was wrong. Yeah, they should at least show like a recap so you know what the, you know. Show up, show me yeah. some footage from Florida TV where this shit's going on so that I can visualize it and follow along. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm going to say it. Just like we did, what's the, the match in Smoky Mountain that's so convoluted we can't even keep up? That was, that was not a, 
What's the match in Smoky Mountain that's so convoluted that we can't keep up with all the rules? Oh, oh God. The, 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 um, um, what the hell is it called? I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I can't think of the name of it. Chaos in the always, Cage. We always say Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. What did I say? Chaos in the Cage. We rage always cage. say... Yeah. We always say, if we don't understand it, there's no way the people understand it. And that's what they're doing to everybody here. And it's like, look, you're going to run an episode without a horseman. There's historically enough talent to pull that off. But you got to do some work to pull it off. You can't just roll them out there and expect it to work. Did you... Did you read the description of the episode on the on the network for this one? I thought it was very. I, I don't read anything, pal. Okay, I, let me tell what you. Say? On the episode it's for NWA World Championship Wrestling on the network, again dated eight twenty two of nineteen eighty seven, it says on this special edition of World Championship Wrestling, several stars from all over the wrestling world compete before the fans of the NWA. So it's like the the way they even describe it is. It's just going to be a bunch of talent from everywhere competing for the fans this week. And I don't like, again, like kind of like what Doc said, I mean, it's not a bad idea to get these people some TBS airtime because I mean, I mean, like right now, you know, the next match is Chris Adams and getting him some actual TBS airtime is probably a positive thing along with Terry Taylor. I mean, Chris had been on TBS at that point, but along with Terry Taylor and everybody else, but when it's just, I feel, like I feel like they also wasted four months, four or five months of storylines in a, one hour. Uh, I guess you could probably make that argument because nobody knows what's going on unless you're getting right. Florida and UWF TV. Which I guess, I mean, see, the thing was, I know a lot of people were getting UWF because the TV was in a lot of places. But see, this uh, is this is this is the absolute premise and the problem when you read Death of the Territories is that. Crockett was the guy that was left, the last guy to fight Vince, and it's about this time because Vern was just wandering around the desert the last three years. <laughs> and he's the king of checkers, and Vince is up there playing chess. He wow. wasted and squandered a national TV platform by playing Florida. Man, I need to get. We need to get in that boogie mobile and go back and get a hold of this shit. Well, unfortunately, we can't do that. But for right now, we're we're going back to watching Chris Adams, who defeats Colt Steele. Talk about a long match. At the end, Terry Taylor attacks Adams from behind, furthering their bad blood feud that's going on in the UWF during this time. Adams sends Taylor's ass packing, though. Doc, did you have any thoughts on what went down at the end of Adams versus Colt Steele? Uh, a couple of things. Um, Adams gave that motherfucker a pile driver, and it didn't end it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why is he doing this? Because he, he, he probably is thinking about his days in Dallas where he had to pile drive Kevin Von Erich to get him off him for a second so he could think about <laughs> delivering the super <laughs> kick because that shit was a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, did y'all hear how over Chris Adams was in the studio? Yeah, well, yeah. he knows what the fuck he's doing, dude. He was way over, and I'm telling you, he's a—he's not to me as good looking of a dude as Stan Lane or Terry Taylor. But that English accent, in 1987, is going to help him cut a wide berth with a bunch of ass. 
just slaying ass left and right. But see, and I, think, I think a lot of people knew who Chris was too. Mm-hmm. Because they kept chanting for the super kick. Yeah. I think they knew I think they knew who he was from the wide reach that World Class had, and I think they knew who he was from the UWF TV as well. Because UWF did did have a nice reach too with their platform. But man, that's a guy that man, now let's get let's get serious for a second. You've been needing a baby face since Magnum got hurt. Tell me how this is in your guy. Yeah, really, huh? Because he likes to drink and fucking party and so, do. Who doesn't? Well, but Mike has first of... experience that he was one of those guys, and you've no... Harper, you've known that guy, man. That every time they drink, it's a switch that gets turned. That they flip into the asshole. Because like we all get drunk and fuck up, right? We all get drunk and have that night, man. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to like yeah. yell at you and shit. It, that shit happens. I hate but, people like that, man. But but it happens, man. It happens. You drink for 25 years, 30 years, and so, sooner or later you're going to have a bad night. But then there's Chris Adams, who every time he drinks, he's a raging dick. Right, Mike? It's, yeah, but it's not just that. It's like, so, like, the question one of y'all just said was, well, who doesn't drink and get fucked up? Well, yeah. you're right. They all do. Well, almost all of them do. For Christ's sake, Rick made a career out of it. But you know what also Rick did every time? He was... He after a night of that shit, he could go ninety minutes in the ring with anybody seven days a week and twice on Sunday. I'm not saying Adams couldn't, but good God, I mean we all know how. God, I, don't, I hate saying this because the man is dead. But hey, if we didn't ended, talk about if we if we were talking about thirty five year old wrestling or thirty year old wrestling, if we don't talk about dead people, we ain't gonna talk about much anybody. Well, it, it ended bad. It ended bad for Chris. And I'm just saying, you can't sit there and say, oh, I mean, that guy could be a top babyface. Because the problem was, I don't know if he could have handled it. Because he was just <sighs> national. So you're saying is, he, he would like be be drunk and you'll be like, hey, what's up, Chris? And then shoot the shit. And then, 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 Dude, he, then, then he, like a Bruce Banner would turn to the Hulk just like that. He got violent when he drank. Just You ridiculous. see, that's why I don't adopt fucking uh, rescue fucking dogs bro because you don't know what the fuck they're gonna do that's true that's good advice oh boy but he just was like a different person when he drank man it's like the flip man i've known people like that that man it's a switch it's a biological chemical switch that gets flipped it let's go fight some other wait whoa i'm just that's to chris this. adams man Bruh, I, I hate motherfuckers like that it's like i just want to sit here and watch sports center Listen to some, sh- or listen to some hot jams out on my back porch. Maybe have a conversation with another buddy where we don't, you know, we just talk about football and shit. I, I don't need <laughs> to go. I mean, I knew a guy one time that was like, let's have a couple of beers and go down to the bar and see if we can't get in a fight. No. Why? <laughs> no, no, and no. Let me tell you what my, let me tell you what my wife's uncle <laughs> said to me one this time. pop pop? No, my wife's uncle, not my father-in-law. Pop pops, uh, my, bro, bro. No, this is my mother-in-law's. Um, this is my mother-in-law's sister's husband. He, we, we were, uh, we were visiting them one time out of town, and we would sit out on either his porch or in his driveway, and literally drink, like just chill out. Yeah, and, man, and nothing better. Nothing better than drinking out. Uh, nothing better than drinking large quantities of booze in the outdoors. 
and he's like 20 years older than me. So one of the days his, uh, his neighbor came over and starts drinking with us. And, uh, so he introduces me to his neighbor and he's like, yeah, he said, uh, and then he tells me, he goes, man, me and Rick, we come out here all the time and we, we just sit out here and drink and tell lies. I said, y'all do what? <laughs> he said, we, we drink and tell lies. We relax. I said, y'all drink, relax, and tell lies? He said, yeah, man, that's all you can do. He's like, ain't nobody trying to get in trouble in them streets, so we just sit here, drink, and tell lies. There you so, go. Like, basically, you get so drunk, you just start making shit up, and you just, <laughs> you're just fucked man, I, up, but you ain't bugging nobody, I, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, the other night I drank 20, damn near 20 beers on Thanksgiving, man. Nothing bad happened. I went. To, I felt like shit the next day, but I went to bed. And then you have those nights where you drink like six beers, and you're like, something happens, switch flips. And you're like, man, fuck you, motherfucker. But you you can't be that guy every night. Well, well, because if it ain't for guy. that, you got to tell me why Chris Adams wasn't rocket shipped to the top here. It, I, I mean, because of that, he had issues. Chris had issues, man. I mean, he was he was already right, dude, but all right. Well, let's hear him talk. Let's hear him speak yeah. on it. Yeah, let's hear him. Uh, let's hear him cut him promo. Here it is. Well, interview with him. Terry came in and left about as quick as he came in. He's a low life, low down, slithery snake. You know, at one time, I thought Terry Taylor had a changed attitude. He disappeared for a while. Where was he? I don't know. You people don't know. And then suddenly we had a press conference. You see the press conference? I'm sure all you people saw the press conference. What did he do? Well, I'll tell you what he did. He set it all up. It was a complete setup. And Taylor, you attack me from behind, or you make me sick. And now it's war. It's war with me because I don't like that. You see, us English people have had over 2,000 years of war. So that's okay. If you want to play sneaking up behind people, and hitting them on the head with a chair, then that's fine, because I'll do it. And I'll do it in Atlanta. I'll do it in Chicago. I'll do it in LA. I'll do it in New York. I'll do it in India. I'll do it in Africa. I'll do it in England. Or I'll do it here right now, because I'll tell you, wherever it is and whenever it is, Taylor, I'm going to get you back. Gentlemen, Chris Adams, let's go back to the ring. All right, Doc, you wanted to hear from Chris. What you got? Well, did you hear him break kayfabe and say that his people like to get their war on? <laughs> yes, I did. Hey, you know where our country came from, right? Uh, yes. Uh, well, let's not get into that discussion, please. How many years of this country have we not been at war? Well, like we were two. at war all the time, but but let's like, not get yeah, into where like this two. let's not get into the where this country came from because this country didn't come from anywhere. It came from the land underneath us, which is which was uh, from the Native Americans. <laughs> they they had the this land shit. They the had country. this shit before Manifest Destiny took over, motherfucker. Right, but he man, he he was you know he's explaining some shit. <laughs> he really is. Man, my people will fight your ass. That's what he's saying. Man, yeah, and, and dude, he just, he's a good looking dude with that British accent and he's a stiff, he can work stiff. Just keep the booze out of his hands. Don't let him have the GHB. You know, it wasn't that he no showed like shows from people I know that like, you know, where he worked. I, I don't ever remember like that being a complaint. Just the complaint was he was kind of out of control, you know, with the liquor. 
I mean, hell, he got arrested because of it. Didn't so. he super kick a flight attendant on a fucking plane? I don't remember if that's the story or not, but he... <laughs> Damn, that'd be badass if he did. <laughs> did he super kick her or, like, choke her or something? I don't remember. No, he fucking suplexed her. <laughs> I believe that's that called a was? Su- su- That's called a suplay. Okay. <laughs> suplay. I don't know. I'll, okay. I'll look it up. Because that's... <laughs> That's I just was awesome. miles, man. He just throws a super kick out of nowhere. And, <laughs> and, 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 a, and a down goes fucking Debra. Yeah. Fucking, and a tray of fucking uh, Cokes goes, goes flying. Peanuts go flying everywhere. <laughs> Hit somebody in the eye. <laughs> oh, Dude, he was only right, forty six. He was only forty six when he died. Right there. Right there. He's thirty two years old. Um. So while you're looking that up, Doc, to see if he did superkick Deborah, uh, I will say that Ronnie Garvin, if you're watching on the Patreon channel, uh, Ronnie Garvin defeats Keith Steinborn and gives him some chin nuts at the very end. Oh, I got one on that too. Okay, so did you find what you're looking for or you want to tell us about the chin nuts? Oh, I'm going to give you a timestamp and then go back and look at 4624. Tell me what happens. 4624. No, 4624, Chris Adams is talking. Oh, keep going a few seconds. Oh, maybe I have that wrong. At yeah. some point, he starts spanking the man. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, I saw that. <laughs> it's at 4824. <laughs> he's got him in that reverse chin lock, and he's sitting on him, sitting on his back. And then he he starts, he starts spanking him. Come on, Ronnie. <laughs> and that's all a, right. I mean, okay, so hypothetical question here. What's worse? Somebody getting you in a hold and spanking you or getting spit in the face? Not the mist. The mist is different. Just I'm spitting in your face in the ring. Mm. Which is worse? Getting spanked? No, spitting's worse. Yeah. yeah. Spitting's worse. Okay, so it says here on June 30th, 1986. So he is Jesus Christ. Hold on a second. Dude, when did he come into world class? While you're looking at that, he came in like he came in after like Garvin and Iceman and and all them. Like they all came in. That whole group came in around the same time though. Like that fresh injection of of I guess you'll call it new blood. Even though Chris was twenty seven years old and Iceman was even not that young either. They were still considered new blood compared to what the old blood that was there, like Jose Lothario. And, and, and they needed it to checkmate and all those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. On June yeah. 30th of 86, while returning from a wrestling event in Puerto Rico, he headbutted an airline pilot. Headbutted, yeah. there it is. So, first of all... Wait, an airline when, pilot? Yeah, when I get on an airplane, I'm taking care of the pilot, pal. You need me to fluff your pillow, you know, give you a little shoulder massage. What do you need to get us there and back? And he's headbutting them. Um, He got 90 days in jail and a $500 fine. Um, It says here, during the fight, an intoxicated Adams became belligerent when liquor sales were stopped during the flight and had to be restrained by our... Kevin Von Erich. See? See? There's your problem. There it is. Just it is. like, so, like, no, there you go. He's drunk off his ass, 
and they they tell him last they not last call. They say no more for anybody, and he's and he drunk off his pilot. ass. And his reaction is, I'm gonna flip this fucking card over and go knock on the pilot door and headbutt the fucking pilot. Just think about that. That that tells you everything you need to know. While they're in the air, he decides to headbutt the pilot. Come on, bro. That's reckless. And you want to make this man your top baby face? <laughs> I do, because he's he's got everything else you could. This promotion he, needs he right was now. he was smooth as silk. Yeah, was one of the best wrestlers you'll ever see. And he, the, and the and the bitches loved him. Dear God, he beat the shit out of me one night, but he was so good and smooth it wasn't funny. But was he drunk? That, no, not, he was. Not he was tight. No, 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 no. Not like um, he was. He was actually really cool. And and what even after like you know I was talking to him and I'm talking about the time I one time I got to work with him and I just was like I was like hey you know everything all right and you know because he was a little stiff I ain't gonna lie but he just was like yeah he was like everything was good and in that English accent and he was very nice no issues he at threw all. A, but, he do that great kind of side sidearm uppercut. Man. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like everything he did to me, at least back then, even watching him as a kid was just smooth. And, you know, he was the first one that at least the first person I remember that when he did the super kick, he took that hitch step and he had that knack for he would slap his leg, but you really couldn't see it. And it looked just fucking devastating. It would knock your ass into next year. And nobody could do it like Chris was just one of the best, but. So if he liquor. okay, so here's the hypothetical: If he could lay off the booze here, is he your top baby face? I told yes. you that a couple months ago. You asked me about him with this. I was like, "Well, Chris Adams, if you take away the demons, he's a fucking perfect candidate for this." But he ain't. He's fucking a year ago from the time we're doing this. He's headbutting fucking pilots on an airplane because they told well, him no more liquor. Well, but here's the thing: the world champ is probably whipping out his dingus at the same pilot. Bruh, there's a difference between whipping out your dingus and doing an elephone fucking swing with your ding dong, then headbutting a pilot. Didn't Rick do that in one of the in that thirty for thirty? Didn't he like yes. open his robe and he was butt naked and started jingling his shit? The last thing I want to be is stuck in a tube <laughs> thirty thousand feet in the air with a bunch of wrestlers. Can you can you imagine, Harper, if you're on a plane and a dude starts fucking helicoptering his fucking dog? Yeah, what are you talking about? Aisle? Harper's the guy that's going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Uh, anything else, Doc, before we keep going? No, I just, and to me, the reaction he got out there, and, and there's some real potential gold to be mined here. It's a real big miss, but I'm enjoying this episode. That's my computer. Uh, it was just uh -oh. giving me a notification. Is it smoking again? No, 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 no. What the hell is it doing? Hold on. Oh, there uh oh. There was a time when your old laptop smoked, literally. Damn. Really? Yeah. Fuck. We sent it to yeah, a cessation program and it quit. Yeah, it, it literally started smoking on me <laughs> like when we first started the show, right before you started uh, joining us. All right, yeah. so let's keep going. We already talked about Ronnie Garvin defeating Keith Steinborn. Uh, we do have a Ronnie Garvin promo. Ronnie is pretty fired up. I hadn't intended on playing it, but Doc, nah. I'll ask you. I didn't like thoughts. it either, to be honest. I'm into this new blood that we got. 
It's a new well, breed, Ronnie, if you will. Ronnie was Ronnie was real fired up. I will say that. In uh, but I thought he did good there. Harper, do you have any thoughts before I keep going? He was fucking. He's fucking ready to kick some ass. He really was. Yeah. Uh, we got Kevin Sullivan who defeats Larry Stevens up next. Doc, thoughts? Any? Just. Well, I was a little surprised there because Sullivan actually did some mat wrestling, which is not like him later on. Not, not at, not at all. Um, but other than after, that, no. After then, that Bugsy McGraw is back. He defeats Terry Jones. Hopper, do you have anything from that? No, just they fucking love him. Uh, they love him, and he's he's really just weird. Uh, is the best way to yeah. describe him. Bugsy uh, was better we... when he had longer hair, though, because he looks. He doesn't. I mean, how does a crazy guy get a haircut? Um, I guess you're right. Uh, are we listening to Bugsy higher than Giraffe Pussy being interrupted by Boogie? Because I feel like. No, I think they've to. started a, a tag team. I hope this is means big things for them. Yeah. So you, you don't want the promo? What is? Where'd they go to? They went to the same school at the same time, Penn State and the State Penn. Mm. It's great because they're high. Yeah. They're not high. They're playing high. Well, that's my point, asshole. The, the Freebirds, Gordy and Hayes, come out. They defeat Thunderfoot 1 and 2. Doc, thoughts? I don't think the Freebirds are long for this world in this incarnation. And maybe it's because we don't have them into anything interesting in terms of an angle. And maybe we should try to do that if we were going to be a successful promotion. When do they go back to... They're about to go back to world class right now. I, think. I don't yeah. know. But, but they, why not? They ain't got shit to do. Well, they really ain't doing much. So, yeah. Uh, right. Hayes it does. Ain't their, again, it ain't their fault. Uh, Hayes closes the show and he says, get your racket, Cornette, because you can't hack it. It was like 15 seconds, literally the last promo that he cuts. Yeah. Uh, so, Doc, any thoughts on that? Again, why can't we get these guys proper? There's a lot of talent floating around this episode that's just screaming to be utilized well. Um. No disagreement for me. Harper, you got anything before we rate this puppy and get out of here? I like his moonwalk. I love, I still, every time it happens when Gordy starts bouncing up and down and getting excited, man, that shit's awesome. Every time. All right. So, Doc, I want to hear your rating first. Okay. I'm going to get thoroughly skewered for this. I'm going to be the nail sticking up here. Mm hmm. But and, and trying to separate this from the nonsense of the booking fails that go, are all over this, and just you get to see Rotunda, you get to see Bylinet, you see Brad again, you get to see Kevin Sullivan, you get to see Chris Adams, you get to see Terry Taylor, you get to see Bugsy. There's a lot of different things, and so for all of that, even if you don't get to see the Horseman, which is a miss, you can't get. You get docked for that. Docked, right? I'm going to give this, oh man, so many new talents. I'm going to give it an A minus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Harper, please. I'm, Harper, you go. I really want to I'm going to give thought. it a fucking C. Plus. <laughs> I'm with Harper. It, it is. And that's only because it was only a fucking hour. When's the last time a- you saw Chris Adams? That was fun. Yeah, but that was it. 
Terry Taylor. Well, so what? Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He talked about the fucking sheep herders. Ron Garvin spanked somebody. Yeah. He's probably spanking someone right now. It probably uh, is, man. <laughs> I gotta go with I gotta go with Hopper. I gave it a C plus. Yeah. Man, you guys don't like wrestling. That's I mean, not true. It, here's the thing. I could give it an A minus knowing that next week the horsemen are back. See, well, here's the thing be. about this. If if you like look at this and say to yourself, Oh, this is basically Crockett going, we're going to showcase UWF in Florida this week. If you look at it going in that way, you go, I'll give it an A because that's that right. purpose was met. The problem is, I don't know if that's if that's what like the average if, viewer back if, then thought. If I, well, no. I, I'm not the average viewer, so don't even think about that. But I will say this. Oh, stop fucking if, blowing yourself, asshole. If we're talking about if we're talking about what I give the book long term booking here, it's an F. Well, I mean, Harper, I'm with you. C plus. Yeah. Doc gives it a my. I don't know what Doc's issue is. I I will give my government cheese to someone we spent a lot of time talking about this. Government cheese. Oh, not my government cheese. My uh, my Rolex. <laughs> I'm getting this show. What are you going to cocoa beware? And just hit out your cell phone next. <laughs> Harper, remember when Coco gave his cell phone out on air? And you immediately like, called me. I was like, this motherfucker just gave out his phone number to Sean Mooney. <laughs> what did you, Harper, Harper, you should have called Harper. him instead of Mike. Harper, Harper called me. He called me as the guy did it, as Coco gave his gave his number out. He goes, Brah! Brah! I was listening to Sean Mooney. I go, I already know what you're going to say. Because I had heard about it on like one of the Facebook groups. I hadn't, hadn't listened to the show yet, but I had heard he did it. He goes, Brah! Coco Beware gave his cell phone out on Sean Mooney's show. And sure enough, when I finally listened to it, he didn't hesitate. He was like, yeah. Sean, Mooney, Sean Mooney goes, well, Coco, how can the fans out there get in touch with you? He goes, well, but that's, oh, a, that's a dirty move because somebody could have edited that out for him. Hold on. Hold on. Coco goes, it. He's like, this is how you get in contact with me. Call right. my ass. So, no, hold on. That was the best part about it. Sean goes, well, how, how can the fans stay in touch with you? He goes, uh, well. You can call my cell phone is two one four five 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 five. It was he he did it without a pause. It just was like he it was like he was just talking to his boy, you know. Yeah, well, brother, call me. On a cover, like say, like, whoa, don't you have like an email or right on social media? He's like, nah, man, you know, I don't do that kind of you know computer stuff. <laughs> just, yeah, you so can just call me in that, 214. Keeping in that tradition, Mike's number is 504. I don't know the rest. They got to figure that out. <laughs> okay. But anyway, long story short, that shit was hilarious. But Chris Adams is getting my uh, my Rolex. Opera. Who? Chris Adams. Oh, you just spent 30 minutes shitting on the man, and now you give him a fucking $25,000 watch. He was a hell of a worker. Harper, who are you giving yours to? I'm giving it to Chris Adams, but Amen. I, I, I hope you don't get drunk and lose it. <laughs> I, or want to fight you because you're giving him an expensive watch. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take this. No, fuck you. Let's fight. <laughs> All right. Um, what else we got to do tonight, man? I think that's almost it, huh? I'd like so, to get uh, my Rolex. That's right. Go ahead. You do that. Chris Adams. 
There you go. Uh, see, there you go. There you go. So Chris Adams gets it, and Doc is insane with his rating. That just really made no sense to me. I so. like wrestling. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Well, guess what? The holidays are upon us, so make sure you use that tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon link. What? Oh, ho, ho. Oh, Santa. <laughs> tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. The wives, girlfriends, give it to them. The side piece, the side hose, whatever it is in your life. The hose. Give, give them the link and tell them to use it each and every time they purchase something on Amazon. Give it to family members, too, and hopefully, you know, I mean, you do this all before Santa makes his trek around the world. So this show will be out the first week in December, so make sure you text that link to all of your family and friends. There you go. That's how you spread the word. And while you're doing that, retweet the shows, share the shows on Facebook. We ain't growing this puppy. We ain't doing ads that cost millions of dollars on all these. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I heard... Man, um, I listen, Con- hold on. I listened to Conrad's fat ass with... Bruce oh, badass Christ. Ten straight minutes of bullshit. You don't get that here. Well, you get some bullshit because we got to get Harper dialed in, but that's Hold different. On. You never know what'll happen there. Hold on, I was listening to to. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while, but I finally I listened to Conrad and Eric. I haven't even finished it on AWA because I was yeah, like, I finished, oh, that's kind of. I finished that one today. That was kind of. I, I was like, that, that'd be interesting listening to him talk about AWA. They were selling some fucking blanket on there. A weighted blanket. Oh, God. What? What Dude. the hell? That's okay, what. Go ahead, Hopper. That's what I, I fucking love about Ron Fuller's. It's like it's just. I feel like I'm a kid sitting there fucking listening to my grandpa or something fucking talk yeah. about the war, and it's just like that's the. It's fuck, bro. If it ain't Ron Fuller, fuck support. him. That's what you need to support is people like yeah, Ron Fuller and for real. BTT go get you an Outlaw Mud Show t-shirt. You know, that's the kind of shit you need to support. Start with us. Bruh, they were selling a blanket, Doc. It's weighted. Well, and then what Eric starts... I, Eric I don't starts, know. Eric starts talking about... The little, you know, I hit the little 15-second fast-forward gimmick like eight times as soon as I heard it. So. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was the other thing. It, it, like, went on forever. But but then, like, on one of the times when I'm fast-forward, he's talking about this blanket. He goes, you know, I got this blanket, and it felt real heavy. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm going to sweat a lot under this thing. But, you know, once I slept under it, it was really light. What? <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> If that's just, I'm like, it's a so, weighted blanket. Bro, bro, this is this is what is caused by late stage capitalism. Oh, I guess it's got <laughs> like, I guess it's like a cast net. They got little fucking weights in it. <laughs> I don't know. If that's... It, like on the bed, it just like who's your who's your audience. Single guys don't give a shit, and married men are trying to get out from all the blankets on their bed anyway. <laughs> There's some more real talk. Am I wrong, Mike? There's some real talk, bro. God damn. These bitches in their blankets. <laughs> my, the bras in my layers, house walk around with blankets on them. Multiple layers and all kinds of shit. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Get off me. Shit. We're the same thing to bed every night of the year. <laughs> Yeah. What <laughs> a same free some night. old fucking t shirt, right? Some old fucking Shorts. Uh, graphic tee. Yeah, some stupid graphic tee with some stupid saying on it. 
uh-huh. some shorts, and then you just turn around, you show them, you show them your back, and you just go to sleep. Hopper, my my wife asked me last year around Christmas time. She's like, "If I got you some pajamas, nope. would you like?" No, that? fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I my dad just wore regular fucking drawers. Yeah, <laughs> he never wore no goddamn pajamas, bro. I, hey, Mike, you know what? You know what I did? I hacked. I hacked into that because little Latrell. He's played all these seasons of soccer already. They have those like real silky shirts for. Once he's done with them, he ain't gonna wear them again. I turned him into his his pajama shirts. Let's keep wearing them, sons of bitches, till they wear out. <laughs> You know what? And you know what? He don't know no difference. He's like, no, every every night, like every third or fourth night when he like puts on a new one, he's like, I remember being on this team. And then we talk about those good times. Yeah. It's like, it's like a conversation piece for a kid, which is good because they can have those memories and I'm playing again. These broads want to go out and buy them pajamas. Like, right. Like we never had. You never had like the little kid pajamas as a no. kid with like with like Spider Man on them or. I mean, Mike, when I was Mike, pro- Mike probably didn't even Mike probably didn't even have a bed to lay in at night. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bro, like I think maybe he at was one too busy point running from the law all night. I think at one point maybe I was like four or something. I might be might have had something, but man, no, I like no, would, no, I didn't. I didn't want it. I don't want it to this day. Uh, bro, like my bro, I mean, she's trying to show me this one time. She's like, let me show you these I found. No, I don't give a fuck what you found. Unless that shit comes with $1,000 when you buy it, I don't want it. The only way I'm interested is if you say, let's go to bed naked. <laughs> I had a chick get me fucking uh, oh, no. underoos about two years ago. Uh, yeah, fucking I underoos. I re- yeah. You don't remember that? He told us about this. I don't remember that. It was yeah, fucking uh, Skeletor, fucking underoos. Oh yeah, yeah, now I do that. If you you hadn't said Skeletor, but that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but anyway, uh, so as we get side, pass out the damn link because you know your your broad's going to spend more money than she's got budgeted for, and we need a little bit of kickback here, pal. Because I got to tell you, well, Pod, no Podbean went up on their server cost, but it's still less expensive than most places. Well, we got to have it from you. So there you go. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Look, I know everybody can't become a patron, even though that's a great way to support this show to get extra content. But look, if you're already on Amazon, you're shopping there, you don't spend anything extra. Hold on. I'm going to give you a way that you can help out the show and not become a patron. Because I know there's more than 221 people that listen to this show, but we only have 221 reviews on on, uh, iTunes. I haven't even looked at it in a while. Yeah, I looked. Lazy yeah. bastard. I mean, but, you got five hundred people on the fucking Facebook page. Yeah, go out there, go out there, and help us get up in the algorithm. So when shitheads that don't know about us search for stuff, we pop up. That's how you help a show too. And we could just go away once Conrad <laughs> puts us out of business. We'll just go away. <laughs> Doc has got something. Nothing lasts lasts forever, guys. So, yeah, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you use the tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon link. It is a great way to support this show going forward. A couple of things I got to do before I get out of here. One of them is check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their thing every single Monday. 
Search the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing or the WPAN for their podcast, current stuff and classic stuff that they do as well. And then check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, run by Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. They're slightly classier and a little bit more professional than us. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. But give them a listen and support them. Again, it's our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Um, Harper, you got anything? Uh, well, we do need to mention Wildcat, December 25th, Christmas night. That's right. Right? Merry Christmas. There you go. So make sure if you're in the Gulf uh, region, in New Orleans, southern Mississippi, Alabama, if you're close within an hour or two in New Orleans, or even a little further away, make sure yeah. you make the drive and go check out Wildcat Sports. It's uh, the perfect there, fucking excuse to not have to deal with, with your rat bass and family. There you go. It did... What was the announcement this week? Who's going to be there? Uh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. There you go. So you got an impact star you'll see there. And Brian Cage always impresses every time I see him. So there you go. December 25th, Meisler Middle School, bell time, 7.30 p.m. Wildcat Sports is doing a Christmas show, bringing back basically the old days when there were shows on Christmas, like Star Wars at World Cla- uh, for World Class Reunion Arena. So don't miss it. Go to wildcatsports.com and buy your tickets. You can get them there online. Uh, Harper, anything else we need to plug as far as that goes? Nope. All right. Doc, you got anything before we get out of here? And I'm out, dude. Oh, it's Padella. Yeah, well, I think we talked about that. The doc oh, came yeah. up. That's fine. Uh, I think we talked about that the first time. But, yeah, it is. Uh, the show is for Della. It's it's basically uh, to help her out with her medical bills because uh, it's going to cost her a fortune after all the surgery yeah. she had. I finally talked to her online. I do not know how she's alive. Uh, she, she had actually forwarded me a few more pictures of not only her car but the injuries. And I was like, good Lord, how are you living? So – Please support Wildcat Sports and go to their show if you're in the area on December 25th. All right, Hopper, I ain't got nothing else, man. Hit the tagline and take us home. Book it, bitch. Before we get out of here today, I want to shout out uh, all the patrons and thank the patrons for their contributions to the show every single month. We don't have sponsors. You know how we do it around here. No sponsors, just you guys supporting what we do, and we thank you very much for that. Special shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Josh Dunn, at Ryan in Auburn, good old Justin, K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Arecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider 91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Padgham, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spyboy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, JMM7530, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Codeman E22, Marty Howell, and T-Hog94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And again, thanks to all the patrons out there who make this show possible each and every week, twice a week for us. Hey, and if you're a Hall of Fame patron and you're at your seventh month of membership, 
or you've reached your 18th month and so on and so forth subsequent to uh, I should say years please send me an email I will check and um, I, as long as you're due I'll get you out your t-shirt so thanks again for being Hall of Fame patrons and until next week we'll catch you book it bitch